Hi, my name is Ellie Cody, and this is Manhattan Sideways. This week, we decided to take an episode to check in with some small businesses to hear how they're managing during the epidemic. New York, due to soaring infection rates of coronavirus, has imposed a shelter-in-place order and halted all non-essential business. Of course, it is absolutely crucial that these orders are respected and that we are all continuing to practice social distancing at this time. But social distancing does not mean informational or emotional isolation. In fact, it's maybe more important now than ever to stay connected with our communities and to try to understand how COVID-19 is affecting others on a personal level. Non-essential in the context of this epidemic means something very different than usual. And as we know, small businesses are certainly essential to our quality of life in more ways than we can count. Each of the business owners you will hear from in this episode has been the subject of an earlier interview, and you can learn more about each owner and business by checking out their individual episodes. So here's this week's episode, our push to stay connected. Before we jump into our phone interviews, here's a message from Betsy, the founder of Manhattan Sideways. Many of the most wonderful days that I have had since 2011 have been spent walking the side streets of Manhattan and meeting the small business owners, hearing their stories and sharing in their passion for their craft. These places and the people who have run them, whether they've been open months or decades, are what make our city a place that people from around the globe want to visit and millions choose to make their home. They are what get New Yorkers up and out every single day. The thought that because of this epidemic, many of these businesses will never be able to open again is unimaginable to me. Yet the number of business owners struggling to continue now is daunting. I'm dreaming about warmer days when the coronavirus will be behind us and I can begin my journey all over again. I'm looking forward to rewalking the original Manhattan grid from 1st to 155th Street, from the East River to the Hudson. I want to personally greet the business owners to welcome them back and to let people know they have survived and are ready to move forward. But I am also terrified of the number of businesses I will be mourning, those that were not economically able to survive these devastating times. I am truly inspired by so much that is being done to help those in need right now. The work of the medical professionals, the seamstress who is staying up all night and using her personal supply of materials to make masks for the hospitals and those donating their time and resources wherever else they may be needed. Everyone is coping as best they can right now. We are finding a strength that we never knew we had. And I have no doubt that as soon as possible, the small businesses of New York will be there to welcome us back to the city that we know and love. In the meantime, we can support our favorite local businesses by personally reaching out online to express appreciation and encouragement writing positive reviews, and gearing up to visit these amazing owners and rebuild our community as soon as it is safe to do so. I know we'll all be eagerly awaiting word of the epidemic's economic survivors, knowing how important these businesses are to the fabric of our communities. For now, in the face of coronavirus, here's our update from folks on the ground. First, I speak to Saren Mori of Gara Paint and Pigment Corp., which is, amazingly, still open and accepting orders under the one-employee exemption. For Saren, this means wearing a whole lot of different hats for the time being and trying to stay afloat. All right, cool. We are good to go. So this shouldn't take too long. I know you're busy. Oh, 
Yeah. Okay, so unlike a lot of the other businesses that we're talking to, Gara has been able to remain open under the one employee exemption. Yes. Okay, so what's your day-to-day looking like right now? Ooh, it's rough. Um, so basically, it's just my husband and I, um, he's working in the warehouse, I'm working in the store, and actually my assistant manager is also working in the store um, a couple of days a week as well. Usually we have another couple of people here to help, so I yeah. always have to wear a lot of hats, but now I have to also fill all the orders aside from also doing the finances. Uh, so I'm sitting here filling little bottles, and my daughter, who's off from school, is here with me working oh on her gosh. schoolwork, so she's on the computer, and it's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and so then folks are doing curbside pickup from you guys? Curbside pickup and shipping out, yeah. Shipping. So we, we dropped our hours back a little bit to make it a, a little bit easier. So we're just Monday through Friday, 12 to 6. PS driver comes right before 6 and gets any packages. But, you know, we thought we were going to have to close totally. So we sent out that mass email um, and then sent a follow-up email saying, yep. just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. We're going to open. Keep ordering. Oh, my God. So, you know, for – for multiple reasons, business is way down. So we're just yeah. sort of scraping along here. Okay. Yeah. And has the warehouse been affected? Shipping uh, into the warehouse? No, because okay. really my Good. husband kind of laughed. He's always in, um, you know, solitary confinement over there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And actually because the people we get our supplies from are considered essential because they're chemicals, we're still able to get deliveries of our raw materials. So that, mm-hmm. that has been good. And so we can so still produce. Right. Good. Okay. And you mentioned that sales have definitely been low, but I know, I, I personally know a lot of artists who are using this as a time to create. So, you know, I, I'm hoping that that's benefiting you at least a little bit. Is that true? We're getting that as well. I'm trying to also, on top of doing everything else around here, I am uh, trying to keep up with social media posting, yeah. um, you know, to get the word out. So how has the general response been from, from customers overall? Oh, um, we've gotten lots of, like when I sent out that mass email, people are like, oh, thank God you're still open. We love you guys. You know, that kind of thing. Take care. Yeah. And, um, you know, people are placing orders. It's just everything is sort of cut in half, which is understandable. Yeah. Is there anything else that people should know about about what y'all are doing right now? Just that we are here and we can fill your orders and get you your paint so you can work at home. We're open Monday through Friday, 12 to 6. Our phone number is 212-529-0628, or you can email us at gp at garapaint.com, or you can find us on our website any old time at www.garapaint.com. Perfect. All right, awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah. Get back to work. Okay, thanks, Ellie. Take care of yourself. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. The following interview is with Alan Heron of the Hunterian Bar, which is closed during the pause, sticking to their guns about their focus on community and in-person interaction. It's exactly because of Alan's strong connections with customers that he is hopeful about a strong return to business after the epidemic. So obviously the Hunterian has had to close for the time being, and I'm wondering if you've been able to find ways to stabilize the business in the meantime. I mean, there's been a lot of ideas out there, a lot of other places that do food delivery um, or doing things to go. That's not really something that we could do, and I think it'd be a bit of a waste of time for us to do that. Uh, you know, the whole point of our business is to bring people together. I mean, you can't bring people together, then there's no point. 
half-assing it and trying to, you know, do something that you're just not set up for. So the way we are trying to keep some cash flow coming in is by opening gift cards so that when we do get back to normal, people can, you know, come along and redeem those gift cards and uh, get back to doing what we do best. We have a whiskey club that people can still join if they want, and we offer the members certain benefits. And, and again, those benefits are all really linked to being in the bar. We have tasting nights for them where we bring in brand ambassadors from one of the more distilleries and give them an, a, an opportunity to get together and talk about whiskey. You know, we have whiskies that we bring in at, at cost for them. And we do flight nights together and we do discounts. Everything really is in the bar. So feel bad that we can't fulfill that this month. So I set up a, a YouTube channel just to keep in touch with the members, I suppose, and let them know we're still doing stuff. Um, it gives me an excuse to taste whiskey and not feel guilty about drinking on yeah. my own as well. <laughs> so uh, I, have a bit, I have two or three episodes of that up, and hopefully that's something that we can do ongoing, you know. Um, yeah. You know, so it's something that I've been thinking about anyway. When we get back to normal, we can bring in the brand ambassadors that would do the tasting or blenders, or maybe we can get a direct message to our members from the distillers in Scotland or elsewhere. So, yeah. you know, try to make good use of the time. All right, yeah. What do you think the transition out of this epidemic is going to look like? I mean, for, for us, I'm hoping to hit the ground running. A lot of people seem to be under the impression that, you know, everybody's going to have a big party and everything's going to get back to normal. We'll make up for lost time. But um, I don't think that's possible. I think, like, if we are, let's say, we are not trading for a month, that's something that's going to take a long time to get back into. I think we are, we are better positioned than most when we get back to it because we have got, you know, we keep good connections with our customers and it's a small bar. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that can be very helpful for businesses and even individuals is for landlords to be a bit flexible with rent payments. Is that something that you've had experience with? Like, how is your landlord reacting to everything? And do you think that it's a realistic hope that the landlords might yeah. lay off? That would be a big relief for us because right, that, that's our biggest you know, overhead by far. Um, yeah. But yeah, that would be. I'm, I'm not going to hold my breath on that. That's all I'll say about that one. I'm wondering if you can think of any other ways that the city can help out the small businesses, or if there are ways that friends and customers can best support you and other small businesses in the community right now. Um, obviously, my fiance and I both work in this industry and know where it'll work. So we spent the last week trying to uh, get on the unemployment website and we can't even get the process done and then you're on the uh, phone for hours so um anything like that people keep sending stuff from the u.s bartenders guild to me which is a seems like a great program but you know realistically you have to to get any help from them you're you've got to be sending them uh you know your eviction notice or your you know your outstanding medical bills or something so yeah. I, I don't know i mean I, like even if the, the city or a national level people say they're going to give it some assistance i just i think it never finds its way to us so the best thing that people can do from from a selfish and personal point of view for me is to um, to get uh, buy gift cards. It just gives us some cash flow in the short term. Yeah. Um, and if also people uh, like and subscribe to my terrible YouTube channel, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe there's an algorithm that's picked up on a bit of activity and maybe that will spread out. And maybe it'll introduce more people to the Whiskey Club because ultimately that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to grow the business, but it's all to yeah. get people actually back in the bar. So right now, yeah. there's, there's nothing really we can do other than kind of keep in touch. Or so they can buy a Whiskey Club membership if they want, because I'll make up for lost time on that one. I'll, I'll double up on the whiskey tastings when we get back to normal. I'll double up on the flight nights. I have, I've cracked open a couple of my the bottles of whiskey that I was keeping for myself for a special occasion. 
But just a bit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if those special occasions are going to happen now, or at least maybe postponed. Yeah. So in the meantime, um, I'm in my emergency whiskey. So I'll make those available to the Whiskey Club members on a flight night when I get back down to the city. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for something to do this evening, pour yourself a drink and go check out Alan's Whiskey Club YouTube episodes. In the meantime, you'll hear from Mike Spitz of Mr. Throwback, a vintage sportswear shop on 9th Street. The Mr. Throwback store is a destination for many, especially for travelers, and the epidemic has triggered a transition towards online sales that has proved difficult for the business. So the first thing is, I'm wondering what has changed during the pause. You have to post on Instagram or on Facebook to sell the merchandise. So for now, you know, I, I've been going in, I don't know if I'm allowed, but I've been going into the store like once a week just to take like 30 or 40 pictures just to have on Instagram just to sell the product. Okay. And have people been still interacting with your social media? Yes and no. My likes have gone down a lot. But people have been buying because I've been offering a basically like an, a buy now best offer on Instagram. So what I do is I post my price, say 60 bucks for a T-shirt. And then if they want to make me an offer and it's reasonable or I counter, I will sell the product. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of that lately. And that's been helping a lot of people kind of like that because it's kind of like eBay, you know, where people will search on there and make offers. Now they right. can offer on my product, which I enjoy too. It's fun. And, uh, you know, I want to sell the product, so I'm happy to give a discount. Do you feel like you're able to create some kind of stability for the business during this time? Oh, no, I'm. it's bad. It's not yeah. great because obviously I have the walk-in traffic. I'm getting tons of tourists. My yeah. store on Mondays is like Australia Day, France Day, Italy Day. So none of that is coming in. So I'm losing that. But I'm also losing that interaction. So now I feel like an online store. It's not great. Uh, yeah. And my landlord actually reached out to me to see how I was doing. And basically, we're going to come up with a, you know, a lesser rent for the time being. And then I'll have to pay it forward you know, when we're up and running, which is fine with me. I'd rather pay less now and then pay more later when we're actually up and running. Yeah, one day I'm making 30 bucks, which I can't even pay my rent. Or, you know, the next day, maybe I sell like $500 worth, which is like basically my rent for the day. So mm-hmm. it's helpful. I luckily only have one employee and I've kept him on and he's just making designs for Mr. Throwback. So when we get back up and running, we'll have merchandise to sell, like actual Mr. Throwback product. Right. Okay, cool. That's a really good use of time, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to lose him. He's been with me over two years. He's been loyal. I would feel terrible if this happened to me. Uh, so I'm just, you know, he's using his time as making designs. So he's a great yeah. designer. So at least, you know, he's working. He's grateful because he has work. And he's making money. You know, I would feel terrible losing him. Yeah, for sure. I, I imagine the answer is going to be, you know, interacting with your social media and buying stuff. But are there other things that people can do to, to help you out during this time? I mean, the only thing is for them to buy stuff. Uh, um, yeah. Do you do gift cards, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. They're on okay. the website. I personally, I've been collecting 
for my own self because I wear the product. So I have, I collect basketball jerseys and they are like used by the player. So they're called game worn jerseys. And these are worth some of them thousands of dollars. Yeah. So thankfully I've sold a couple to stay afloat and pay my rent. Yeah. Um, so this month coming up in eight days, I'm going to pay my rent fully, which is $5,200. And then hopefully the next month uh, will be a lot cheaper than that. That's really awesome yeah. that your landlord is, is doing that. That seems like honestly one of the most helpful things for businesses right now. Yeah. I mean, ideally they want us to stay because no one's opening a store now. Like no one, yeah. is, you know, there's tons of real estate that's vacant and for them they would i mean i personally if i was an owner i would want you know every month a paycheck you know so yeah you know be in retail then they lose that constant monthly rent and again no one's going to open up a store and then they would probably have to lower their rental fee anyway which you know i'm sure is absurd right now but um thankfully they're understanding because if you're not bringing in my rent's five grand, if I'm not making 30 to 50 grand a month, I can't, I can't lit, I can't operate. So they have to do this. And, you know, I don't, I live in Manhattan also. And if you're not working, I don't know how you're going to pay your regular your home rent. Yeah, exactly. So I'm also worried about that. I mean, it's definitely not a good time for a small business. Obviously, just what's opened is restaurants that are doing delivery. Or Mm -hmm. if you have the Dwayne Reed nearby, that's the only thing open. I'm personally not buying merchandise. So that is bad because I'm just posting the same stuff over and over, Mm -hmm. which is not fun for me nor my Instagram followers. I'm not buying. It's super for me to buy stuff when I have a, a whole store of inventory. Right, um, right. So that's been bad. I would always get new inventory on the daily. I personally enjoy posting new stuff, not the same jacket I've had for maybe three weeks. So that's been kind of bad because my pockets aren't growing. I'm not buying stuff, new stuff. Are you feeling hopeful about the rebound? I don't know. I'm. I'm. I don't know. I feel like it's gonna get worse. You know, I'm. I'm optimistic about hopefully that things will turn around and then people will be flooded in the streets and people can come back to the United States and hopefully come to the store. But I don't know. It's, it's definitely scary just because there's not much flowing money into the business. So, you know, every month, the, the more rent I pay, you know, hopefully it'll get less, but it's still scary. And then if we do get back up and running, you know, say my rent's five thousand dollars you know say they give me half off i'll now be paying seventy five hundred dollars so you know it's a lot of money so hopefully yeah hopefully the the rebound is bigger but um i don't know i'm scared you know supports small businesses obviously because you know we've been on that block for almost eight years already and i was there yesterday and everything is closed except the taco joint um, it's bleak. It's, it's scary. And then I saw a business that like two businesses were coming in. Actually, three businesses, new businesses were coming on the block. And now that's such must, tough timing. 
Yeah, tough time. And they're all restaurants. Like one's uh, a crepery, one's a gluten-free like cupcake spot, and then a um, a coffee shop. So, yeah. I mean, they uh, they that must be terrible for them because with food and everything going bad and all that equipment. Oh my God. Scary shit ahead. Scary, scary stuff. We'll just thank God for social media that people Mm -hmm. are out there and looking for things at this time. Like, you know, I'm bored as hell, you know, and normally I'm buying. So, you know, people I think are still buying just because they're so bored at home. Yeah, for sure. And there are still people who, you know, people who are not business owners or who are not in the service industry who are working from home and are still making an income and then yeah. have all this like extra my, time. Yeah, thank God. My wife is a social director of a substance abuse uh, company. Uh-huh. And obviously these clients need therapy. They right. need their medicine. So my wife is working from home, which is great. So she's having an income, which is wonderful because God mm-hmm. forbid if my business fails, you know, at least there's one, you know, income coming in. It's definitely scary. Um, yeah. if, if, and if the the postal services go out for a while, we're all in trouble. Yeah. yeah. We're all in trouble. I mean, those workers work their ass off, you know, give them, give them more pay. So, yeah, for sure. You know, if they're going to work in this scary time, you know, give them more money. Like they, they hustle their ass off. They're dropping off packages to people like, you know, it's a lot of work, but yeah, I'm a, I might need to become a post office. I'm down. Yeah. Uh, you know, Last I like helping standing. people. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. No problem. Take care. Yeah, you too. To help support Mike, be sure to follow Mr. Throwback on Instagram. And if you see something you like, you can use the discount code stuck at home, which will give 15% off for our listeners. Again, the code is stuck at home. Meanwhile, in Midtown, Starbright Floral, like the Hunterian Uptown, is closed for the time being. Luckily, owner Nick Fatos' background in finance is a great resource for both the company and for us. So for all of us, here's some advice and an update from Nick. I'm wondering for you, particularly given your background in finance, if you have any insight that you could share about what's happening economically, um, financial tips for business owners or consumers. Sure. Well, uh, from a business owner's perspective, right now is a very challenging time. The bills keep coming in. They keep piling on. And at the same time, revenue streams have, in most cases, dropped almost to zero, if not zero. So, so the challenge is cash preservation, where cash is available, Uh, And at the same time, being able to withstand the time, which is at this point an unknown, how long are we going to be out, and making that cash last until the doors open again. I have found that the most flexible and easiest to work with creditors are the governmental agencies. Just work with every creditor that you have. Everybody is extremely understanding. There's nobody that's in a different position than anybody else. Of course, the numbers are different for everybody, but the fact of the matter is that everybody is understanding. People owe us money right now. We're understanding. We owe people money right now, and we'll all get through it. And how about for consumers? I I think both for consumers and for uh, businesses, the important thing right now is to not rack up more debt, hold on to your cash, only pay what you have to pay. This is a time when 
unlike the financial advice that I would give in any other circumstance, this is the time when on all your bills, you pay the minimum possible. Work with your lenders, work with your landlords, work with what whoever you owe money to, whatever bills are coming due. Don't just pay them, even if you have the money. You want to make that money last because you don't know how long you have to make that money last. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem right now. There's no date certain on anything. Are there ways outside of spending money that you think consumers can support small businesses? Well, uh, social media is a big driver. Uh, Certainly, whoever can spend the money and has the ability to support businesses, I believe that they should. Every business has a different perspective on this. Uh, We are, we've come up with a program where individuals can place an order for flowers during the pause period that our governor has enacted. And effectively what's happening is uh, if you wanted to send flowers to somebody two days from now, they will actually get an email from us with a e-card, if you will, that has the sentiment, has a picture of the flowers, and the person who is sending it gets a 20% discount. And then the day we're open, we make arrangements for the actual flowers to arrive. And, you know, people are very respectful of the situation and and supportive. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there are ways to support businesses. So, okay, a couple more things. When we recorded your full-length episode, we talked a lot about how Starbright does a lot of business through B2B transactions, right? So you're working with other businesses. And you mentioned that when the 2008 crisis happened, you implemented basically a year of free flowers in order to keep those relationships with the other businesses. Well, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. (laughs) I can tell you this. Um, We are retooling. We are restructuring. We are looking at all of our best practices and we're doing everything that we can right now for that date uncertain when we come back to come back stronger. And Certainly, we will uh, welcome all of our clients back with uh, a bouquet of flowers in their offices when they do come back, and we're going to have a great big party that's going to be all over the city, and we're going to be giving out flowers all over the city and throughout the streets and being very, very excited that we can all be back all at the same time, and we're looking forward to that. Yeah, amazing. Okay, and then the last thing is that I saw on your social media that your employees have filed for unemployment. And I'm not surprised because you have a huge team of 60 people. But I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if you have found other ways to promote the well-being of your employees, given that, you you know, you can't necessarily do wage stabilization for all 60 members of the team. Well, unfortunately, uh, that is the case. I say that with a very, very heavy heart. But given the circumstances and considering the safety of our employees and considering the fact that everybody has families, uh, we wanted to put everybody in a position where they could find the best possible balance to have money coming in, whatever that revenue stream is. Uh, Mm -hmm. And at the same time, what we're hoping for right now, and we're waiting to find out from the state of New York, is can people, in fact, resort to a partial unemployment check by working a certain amount of hours? There's a lot of talk in our state right now where somebody who hypothetically was working full-time and now all they can get is 10 hours, uh, well, will they be able to collect partial unemployment and a partial paycheck? 
Under mm-hmm. normal circumstances, that's not possible. Uh, we're hoping that that happens. Yeah. We're also hoping that there is a possibility for either wage advances or wage deferments. Uh, wage advances would be where can I cut somebody a check now as an advance towards their payroll on future work. So hypothetically, it's almost a loan from your employer. Uh, right. We're exploring that possibility. Uh, and we're, uh, I can tell you this, and this really means a lot to everybody, and, and, I, and I feel very, very strongly about this. Between myself and my partner, who's my son, as you know, and yeah. uh, the four managers that are departmental managers within the team, uh, we make almost every other day phone calls. Every week, we all reach out to our employees by phone, not by text, and we speak to everybody weekly to make sure that everybody is okay, see what they need. The phone call means a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it really, really does. And, and it means a lot to us, too, to, to know that they are okay. We're, we're trying to do everything that we can under circumstances that are most challenging and uh, recognizing that the health, safety, and well-being of our team and, of course, the entire city and the entire world in this instance is of paramount importance over and above everything else. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing, Nick. I, yeah, and I don't ask about that for any reason other than I know that a lot of other businesses are in a similar position, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it's not just you. So, yeah, I really appreciate you being open to talking about that. Thank you. As always, excellent advice from Nick. Our last interview is with Jill Herlands, who offers some tips and solutions for today's challenges. From online sales and social media for businesses to self-care tips that all of us need to be reminded of these days. Here is the lovely Jill Herlands. So obviously your business is slightly different from a lot of the other businesses that I'm speaking to because you already work from home in Hell's Kitchen and focus your business efforts online through Instagram. So because of this, I thought you might have some tips for those of us who now find ourselves working at home and putting more energy into social media. Okay, well, there's a couple of things. When you're a small business, if you're lucky enough to work from home, then you're still able to function in these crazy times. If you have an outside um, physical space, then either way, now is the time to focus on your social media. Instagram is the place that everyone lives and works now. You can't avoid it. It has to be a part of your job, and now you really don't have an excuse to not really focus on it and get it the way it needs to be. So let me give you a few tips. And just so you know, I went in blind. I had no idea. I never even liked social media when I first started. (laughs) But I found that the most important thing was the way your feed looked and Mm -hmm. the relationships and responses that you made on Instagram or any Mm -hmm. social media for that matter. I'm just mainly focused on Instagram because I find that that's where the best people are. I've had some issues with other social media, but Mm -hmm. anyway, that's okay. Okay, number one, your Instagram feed should never be mixed with business and family. If you have your business and then you have a couple of pictures of your husband or your daughter in there, it's got to change. You want to focus on your business. And the same way that you would make a physical store look, you need to make your Instagram feed look. So 
start off by thinking about what it is that is either a, a good product for you, something that's popular, um, and, and start off with one thing, one step at a time. So start taking pictures. Now, you do not have to have a pro take your pictures. I'm going to let out a little uh, secret here. All my pictures that have been raved about, I take them. There is no photographer. It took me years to figure out how to get them the way I wanted to look. But you can do this. There is something called a light box that you must uh-huh. buy. You can get it on Amazon and learn how to use it. It's gonna it's gonna be a, a, a trial and error thing, but it's it's a necessity when you're taking your pictures. You need that bright light to make your pictures look compelling. Right. Um, people should be able to look at your post and say, "Oh, that's Jill's work." You have like a signature post. This is not a, a, you know, one, two, three thing to do. This takes time. The, The one thing that I've learned is patience, patience, patience when it comes to social media. You will be able to build what you want to build, but you have to be patient while doing it. Reach out to people even if you don't know them. Do some searches on the search part of it's, the second icon on the bottom of Instagram is the search Instagram. Put in some hashtags that you might find interesting. Maybe a business like yours, uh, home accessories. Put in a home accessories and see what comes up. Right. Find and see things, what they're tagging. Ex- see what they're tagging. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with using some of the tags that they use. Everyone does this. And also contact them. Uh, Can you speak comment. more about, like, community also on Instagram? Oh, it's, it's an absolute community. I'm in the art community, and the community is a, is, a, is a community unto itself. We help one another out. If someone has a question, they ask. If someone likes what you're doing, communicate with other people. Yeah. If someone comments on what you posted, don't just say thank you. Say, uh, you know, something a little bit more that makes you stand out. Right, a little Um, more personal to them. Yes, definitely, definitely be personal. And this is how you build your community and your following. I don't even Mm -hmm. like to say followers. It's it's a community. It it really is. So you recently made a post saying that people could reach out to you in this time, you know, since things are a little hard. And it sounds like you've gotten a lot of responses from that, right? I absolutely have. And they are responses from the people in my community. And people are asking, you know, what should I do? Where should I get my supplies from? Is this still open? How do I do this? And Mm -hmm. and I'm able to help. And I do this on a regular basis, but now especially I'm finding that people are reaching out more. So checking your direct messages at least daily is a good thing to do. And like I said before, you need to treat this as part of your business and devote an hour or an hour and a half to doing this daily. It's not easy, but it's worth it. So outside of social media, how about the physical business? So you usually do shipping, and that hasn't changed. As far as I can tell, the shipping businesses are still open. That's correct. But this might be sort of a new realm for some businesses 
I'm happy to share about that. First of all, uh-huh. um, UPS, USPS, FedEx, and DHL are all still open and shipping. You can reach out to them online or directly by phone, and they will send you free shipping materials. This is invaluable because if you have things that you want to ship maybe from your home that your store is closed, you will have the shipping supplies on hand, and this is free. You can call and arrange a pickup through the company's website or through their phone line. And, you know, if you don't want contact with people, you can leave it outside and figure out an exact time that it should be there. You can leave it with a doorman if you have a doorman, and they'll pick up directly from them. Yeah. But these these businesses are very much looking to be involved in your business, especially during this time. Mm-hmm. So any questions that you have, please reach out to them. And remember, if you're picking up any packages, just wear your mask and your gloves just to be safe. Yeah. Another thing that I found during this time that in the beginning started to wane, my self-care. I started mm-hmm. to look at my nails and my hair, and I'm like, you know, I don't feel good because you can't do these things anymore. Right. So you have to do it yourself, and it's all possible. Do manicures for yourself. Get the tools you need and take time and devote it to yourself. You have to set time apart for you because yeah. if you're not happy and loving yourself, then everything else suffers. When you feel good, you look good, you stay positive, and staying positive is extremely important right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So then the last thing, Jill, unless there's anything else you want to add is, I would like to know how you think customers and friends can best support their favorite businesses during this time. Oh, okay. Well, I think the best way to do it is to get on social media and talk about them. Get on Yelp and give them fantastic reviews. Mm -hmm. If you can buy from them, buy from them. If you can donate to them, donate to them. But keep their names out there. Support mm-hmm. them just like they support you by being in your neighborhood and being there when you need them. You need to now be there because they need you. And um, social media alone is a big way to do it. You know, advertise their products for them if you feel that you can do that on on your feed. Discuss with them first and, you know, just give them a, 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 a shout out. That will really help. Perfect. Okay, is there anything else you want to add, Joe? Everyone take care of yourself. And um, Ellie, thank you, sweetheart. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Ellie, and this has been a podcast by Manhattan Sideways. Before I leave you, some quick takeaways from today's episode. Interact with your local businesses on social media, whether that be Instagram, Yelp, YouTube, Facebook, or their own websites. Offer words of encouragement and appreciation to the business owners and employees, and put yourself in a position to support them when things start to go back to normal. And of course, take care of yourself, stay hopeful, stay healthy, and let us know if there's anything we can do to help. We'll see you soon with new episodes.